You're listening to We Want To Be Better with Annie and Bianca. The podcast too cheap to afford intro music, so this is us playing on a child's piano. More like this is us performing a crime against music. Hey, we'll get better. That's what the podcast is all about. (laughs) We want to be better. We want to be better. Yeah. Oh, the harmony. (laughs) We want to be better. We want to be better. Take it away, Broadway stuff. We wanna be better. We wanna be better. Yeah. Oh yeah. That wasn't too bad. That was awful. So I'm failing as parent. <laughs> right off the gate. Yep. Just failing as a parent. Welcome to We Want To Be Better. <laughs> and I'm just letting it all hang out. The one thing that's probably on the top of my priority list, I'm doing really bad at. Parenting. Yeah. 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 I don't think you're failing as a parent, Annie. Well. I, I think when it comes to parenting, parents are their own worst critics. So you're probably being a bit All the people <laughs> in the cafe that are looking over their shoulder at us. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, mm. I had lots of judgment before I went, you know, was a parent. And I even when my son was really little and I just had one, I always thought I'm definitely not getting him an iPad. Mm. But my mother, his grandmother, had other ideas and spoiled him by buying him an iPad. Yeah. Oh, mm. great. That's I, that makes me feel good to know that your six-year-old has an iPad and I've got, like, not even a good iPhone. So that's great, yeah. I know. Talk about privileged little turd. But anyway, <laughs> um, he has an iPad and it's going to be the death of me mm. and he has a loft bed, as you've seen, in his bedroom. Yeah. Which, again, very, very lucky child. I'll but say. he keeps sneaking his iPad up into his bed and it's going to be the death of me because he was up late each night on the iPad without us knowing because he's up in the loft bed. I can't see what he's doing up there. Right. And my husband and I found out and honestly, we the amount of ranting and raving we did at him to stop him from using it. Oh, so anyway, we banned it and we hit it and we thought that it was all over three nights in a row. That's not a, that's a good thing though. That's saying, you know, I'm giving you a, a privilege, but there's rules that are involved. And if you break the rules, you don't get it. So you're not failing as a parent. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we hit the iPad and, you know, I cried. And it got to that point where I was like, why don't you listen to me? (laughs) Fourth night, everything seemed dandy. I had hidden the iPad really well. I must say that I hid the iPad on the other two days as well, but he managed to find it. Hit the iPad and my mother-in-law was over Mm. and I got this call from Uber Eats. And living in the country, she doesn't even know what that is. Mm. Oh, God, could you imagine not living with a world of Uber Eats? We haven't even had it that long and I can't imagine a world without it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's a a luxury that our city folks have. Absolutely. Anyway, got a phone call saying my order, they were at the front with my order. So confused because I definitely did not order anything on Uber Eats. But anyway, I was... And also confused. I hate when they call. Just knock on the door. You're at the front. Why? you calling me i'm a parent i like that they call me because if they knock on the door they wake my kids oh okay sorry sorry uber eats i take back what i said we're already having a disagreement (laughs) but anyway i went to the front door and yep there was the person they handed me my little package apparently i had ordered uber eats i looked at my phone because i genuinely thought i'd pocket dialed uber eats (laughs) 
And I opened my phone and the app wasn't up. So I was so confused. I'm like, how has Uber Eats? And I was ready to put in a complaint saying something's wrong with your software. You've ordered something and I did not order it. Anyway, my mother-in-law was confused by the whole thing and so was I, but said to me, it was about 8.30. My kids go to bed at 7.30, but can I go up and say hello to the kids? Because she'd arrived really Mm. late. And I thought, you know what? They don't get to see her all that much. Of course you can. We went up there and I've looked in my son's room and I could see the light from, a you know, a device. A device. Shining on the roof. He found it? No. He has gone and found my old iPhone that I didn't even know where it was. Like, he's unbelievable. Found my old iPhone, remembered the password from a phone from ages ago that I can't even remember the password for, but still clearly like linked to my bank account details. <laughs> he's gone in there. I just also want to say that he's in prep, so he's just learnt to read. Mm. Managed to open my phone, go into Uber Eats, which I didn't even know he knew what it was. We don't order from there all that much. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I'm drunk, but he's usually not around. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. He opens it and he's ordered himself food from McDonald's, two hot apple pies to the house. And he's thought that he was going to go downstairs and open the door, which is a massive security issue. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. The balls on this kid. But then, so I've gone up and I'm still so confused about what's (laughs) happening. I've got the phone and I've gone, Malachi, you did not order Uber Eats. And he's looking at me and with his cute little face, he goes, but mum, I didn't order anything with meat in it. Like as if that was going to make it okay. <laughs> like he was appealing to my ethics to make it okay that he had gone and paid $15 for two apple pies uh, to be taken down the road. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mate, you have no idea. <laughs> Kids these days, you know, gosh, I'm already sounding like an 80-year-old. Kids these days. I'm so alarmed by it and I genuinely think that I am failing at parenting now. It's pretty impressive. I mean, I was already feeling that way, but he just topped me <laughs> over the edge. I'm, I'm actually impressed. It, it Not only the balls to do it, but that's a pretty smart thing to do. Sometimes I'm so drunk, I don't even know how to use it. I didn't even reads. know he could read that well, which is also adding to the whole I think I'm failing at parenting. The fact that he can read at that level, I'm, I'm thinking of sending him as Ronald McDonald to book with <laughs> because that's some impressive stuff. Yeah, obviously he started with the Golden Arches. That's a, like every kid knows how to read McDonald's. That's true. Yes, mm. and I like that he didn't – I mean, one part of me is like, you know, he did so – he did have some self-restraint and not order himself like a whole meal no oh it's late at nine it's eight o'clock only two hot apple pies i might just that's a good point as well he was he did show restraint i mean if i had access to my mum's credit card on uber eats and i wasn't paying for it girl let me tell you i would have ordered everything on the menu one of everything please sure Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Well, anyway, I think that, you know, this is where the whole podcast is going is that I feel like I'm failing at everything. I have the world's most insecurities and I genuinely don't think that I'm good enough at anything. And um, you just are fly and got the (laughs) self-confidence of someone that I just cannot even aspire to be. I still want to be better. That's why I'm here. There's there's things I could be better at. And I mean, you do think I'm good enough to be on the podcast with you. So I'm I I do take that as a very big compliment. 
There you go. I'm not too shit. <laughs> yeah, there's some things that you're good at. No, I think you're great. And, you know, we all, as I said, are our own worst critics. So you're not doing terribly as a parent. And you're not, you shouldn't be insecure about yourself. But, you know, this is why we're here. Uh, I am. <laughs> this is why we're here. Um, this is what our podcast is about. We want to be better. And we are, you know, we're pretty great. But we could always, there's room for improvement on everything. And so that's what we'll do each week. We're going to come to the table with something that we think we're crap at or that we would like to be better at. And we challenge ourselves each week to do it, basically. Yes. So this week, what did you do? Because, uh, like, we haven't even talked about this yet we haven't checked in yet no so I mean I know what your challenge was yeah I don't know how it went oh it was shit um (laughs) my my challenge is now there is this very common misconception about me I think people think that I'm quite a social person but I'm not yeah you project something entirely (laughs) different to what you're trying to describe if anyone follows you on Instagram, they would just think this girl and her confidence and her outgoingness. But, yes. But- and you seem to always be party. <laughs> From a parent's point of view, I am jealous of your social life. So I don't really understand why you challenged yourself to this one. Uh, but- well, I don't. I, I don't want to be the social butterfly. I like to just chill. That's, you know, and I have this real problem where I'm constantly bailing on plans or not committing to plans because I just want to sit at home and binge watch Netflix and, you know, eat food and just not leave my house, basically. I like my pyjamas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We all don't like putting on pants. No. (laughs) And I don't like putting on a bra. I don't put on a bra, so. Yeah. Well, again, I have baby sucklers, so, and they are offensive to the world to see. Without a bra, sure. (laughs) Uh, So, this week my challenge was anytime I got invited to do anything, I had to say yes. And how did it go? It was a real struggle for me, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. It started off terribly and it ended just as bad. I just was out every single night of the week. So what did you what did you go, get oh, invited to? First or? night, friend wants to come round, no worries. But then a friend wants me to go out, so had to go out. The next day, had to go out for a dinner. The Monday night, drinks after work. Tuesday night, drinks after work. Then another drinks on Wednesday. And then you invited me out. <laughs> I know. On top of those drinks. <laughs> I had to. Well, I knew your challenge, so of course yeah. I was going to challenge you. I had to bar hop from one place to another on a weekday. You did turn up with some, you know, sprightly enthusiasm, though. Oh, but I that... thought you did really well. <laughs> At that point, I was a couple of beer jugs deep, so I was enthused. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it was it was exhausting, and it it kept going on through it, the entire week. I didn't let up on the challenge once. The only time I did was when I was genuinely sick, and I allowed myself a night off. But so you failed. Oh, what? that's failing. That's failing. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a challenge, but. I do think that I definitely need to be a bit more social and I think I might just be suffering from a bit of seasonal affect disorder. You know, it's cold, it's rainy, I don't want to go out. Any excuse. Any what, excuse. What, what excuses do you use? Just so oh, I know woo. when you text me next time. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll change it up. There's always – I'm not even joking. I said to my husband, if we just, like, had a baby, we could get out of every social situation. Because- that is the worst idea to try and get out of things because, <laughs> do you know what? You'll all of a sudden want to go out. Yeah. It's one of those – 
you know, double-edged swords. Catch-22. Yeah, and it's permanent. It's, like, for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true. And I'd never be able to get a babysitter because all of our friends wouldn't have kids and they'd be going to the events that we'd be going to. All of your friends? Sorry, am I not one of your friends? Oh, yeah. (laughs) But you have a babysitter when you need one, I assume. So you're you're at that level. Just wait until my kids are old enough that they can babysit your kids. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait. But I learned... I think the the issue is I lived alone for a really, really long time and I used to spend a lot of time by myself, um, which I liked and I'm I'm happy with that. But I do have a really, really big group of friends and, and, and it's great. I love all of them, but they do everything together and they spend a lot of their time together. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but... I just can't commit to that much level of social, like socializing. I can't do it. Or every day they're together. And they kind of, you know, um, bag my husband and I out for they're like, you're never at anything. You never come to anything. You're so antisocial. But you are. You're at everything. I know. I am out. To me, I'm out all the time. But it's just that they do everything together and and I'm not going to apologize for liking my Do you know why? They get really, really, they crack it because you're the life of the party once you do turn up. Oh, but that's another thing, the pressure on me when I go out. It's like I have to be on. Entertainers. Yeah, I can't just go out and just sit there and be and just be mellow because people will then be like, oh, B, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, fine, I'll put on a Beyonce song. I'll do a dance do for you. Robbie Williams. Let me <laughs> entertain you. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's ex- it's exhausting for me to go out. It takes everything out of me. So, yes, uh, I like to just sometimes take a breather and not have to do anything. And th- I'm not going to apologize for that. So are you going to go out more then? Uh, I've, yeah, I've been out a lot the last, like, week even though the challenge is over I've, I've still been going out a lot um even though I don't want to but most of the time it's been for a birthday party or two so that's you know you can't really bail on a birthday yeah you? Well, you better have a damn good reason yeah, if you're bailing definitely. on someone's birthday particularly if they've gone to your birthday weddings party. definitely oh, not you can't Funerals, bail on a wedding no well you My, can because you know, the person that really really grim let's just bring the podcast totally derail this <laughs> yeah. podcast but my brother passed away and a pretty lifelong friend of my parents said that she couldn't get out of her fish and chippery to come to my I'm not even joking she couldn't just like close up shop to come to my brother's birthday just, I've literally never forgotten it that is the worst worst excuse well, not I've even, never forgotten like, it how long is a funeral an hour I mean just make an appearance yeah like um my parents lost their child I know sorry to derail I'm sorry the yeah. I've got to Your push I've got to really push up. these fish and chips on people yeah I, I like <gasps> yeah I mean she is a small business owner and I get that small businesses have to keep going through but my god is there not an exception to the rule oh yeah uh, that is that is shocking okay you don't beat yourself up too much yeah okay look if it was a funeral I definitely would go but <laughs> Yeah, I've done I've done well, I'd say, with this challenge. And I, I think I've learned that, yeah, I do have to put in a bit of effort, but people also have to accept that I can't spend every waking minute with them. So give and take, babe. Oh, deal with it, people, <laughs> all right? You might have to start charging for that entertainment. Exactly. I'm going to become the Mariah Carey But as soon group. as they say, we have a slab of VB here, then oh. you're straight with the pants on, you're out the That's door. That's it. If you want to bait me to your party, just yeah. mention that you have exactly. VB, I will be there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, I did my challenge and I think that I, um, 
I wouldn't say failed, but I didn't do great at it either. Tell me about your challenge. So my challenge was I'm notorious for not writing back to text messages. Oh, yeah. Usually, well, not not writing back, but usually it's about three days is probably my average. Yeah. And pretty bad I'm definitely I definitely want to go back to the 90s when we had the like phones attached to the wall and <laughs> I, I honestly I can't handle the fact that we walk around with phones all day long you're expected to be contactable 24 motherfucking 7 yes and that's just not reasonable and I loved when I grew up that you would hang out with your friends and then you'd go home and you'd shut the door and it was just your family and if the phone rang, well, you could choose to pick it up or not. Mm. And all if the, you wanted it, what? So if, if you didn't have caller ID and you picked up the phone and it was someone you didn't want to talk oh, to, yeah. you'd be like, oh, fuff, I'm stuck now. No, you just go, oh, oh, you're cutting out, cutting out. Pull it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got something on the uh, <clears throat> on the stove and I've really got to attend to it. And I don't have a cordless phone, so I've got to let go. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Prime Possum told me that I've got to go to bed. Yeah, that's That's right. actually what happened. Um, Yeah, so I set myself the challenge that I had to reply to text messages within 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, That was never going to happen. I'm sorry. So I changed it. I I, I was like, well, this is not achievable, so I made it an hour. And that lasted for about five days maybe six days yeah uh, five and a half we'll go with and I was feeling quite well and I was feeling actually a lot better about myself because I do have anxiety and I always get very paranoid about people's feelings and stuff and I don't want them to think that you know um you're ignoring I, them oh, yeah I'm ignoring them or well, they're not I a don't priority. think that I'm good enough uh, that I yeah then they're not a priority I mean that they're not good enough or any of that because that's definitely not how I feel pretty much everyone that's got my number is only a friend mm. so I did it or Uber Eats oh that's right <laughs> it's, it's that's friends. definitely right it's only friends or Uber Eats I mean Eats I pick up for Uber Eats yeah definitely <laughs> yeah so I did okay and I was feeling better and then I got really fatigued oh. and I got over it and I kind of crashed and burnt towards the end but oh you failed that's I, what you said to me you failed well <laughs> No, you did. You did well. You actually did. Know how bad I am. You did too well, to be honest. You you messaged me. (laughs) I messaged you, and you replied the next day, freaking out because you said, "Oh, I was asleep, and I'm so sorry." I'm like Annie. I'm not expecting you to have your phone set to loud. I thought you were grading grading me. Your phone set to loud. And so you would message me. If I message you in the middle of the night, you're going to wake up within 10 minutes to text me back. That that would be unrealistic. I didn't mean that. Relax. Well, I was trying hard. Yeah, you really want to be better. I can see. Yeah, Yeah. I do. But I suppose I'm a bit like you in that I'm an introverted extrovert. Mm-hmm. So when I'm out of the house and I am amongst people, especially face-to-face, I'm pretty confident mm. most of the time. But then as soon as I'm in my house, I'm just all about quiet and calm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't leave in a house like that. I have a <laughs> menagerie of animals and yeah. children and it's very loud. But I like to just be amongst us and sort of disconnect for a bit. Yeah, when you're in the house, it's family time. Yeah, and it's sometimes, I don't know, it needs to go both ways. I, I have someone that I know and they write to me and expect a reply straight away. And um. if I don't reply straight away, they always say to me, have you died? And it, I just find it really annoying, not offensive, but annoying. I'm like, chill 
out. Yeah. Chill out. I'm sorry that I didn't reply to that meme that you screenshot me <laughs> and sent me straight away. Yeah. Please. I didn't realize that this meme was a time sensitive issue. No. And do you know what? When things are time sensitive, I generally do message back straight away. Yeah. But sometimes things aren't time sensitive. Mm-mm. And if I'm in witching hour, which isn't really witching hour, it like runs from, I don't know, 3.30 when I pick my son up from school and go goes all the way until 7.30 until they're in bed. Yeah. You know. Uncontactable. I, no. I have fallen off the face of the earth mm-hmm. in those few hours. I am clinching, clinching on to life. <laughs> I am just trying to have the will to live in those few hours. Just barely <laughs> surviving as yes. it is. I'm not going to reply to your meme just yet. Give no. me a breather. And yeah. then once those hours are over, I just want to cuddle my husband mm. and just go, we did it. Yeah. We did it. We got through another day of this. This. And then I'll reply to you. And then you'll reply yeah. if it's worthwhile replying. Yes. Surely. But I did learn a few things. I learned a few tips. And one of them is if it takes a minute, if it takes under a minute, do it straight away. That's my new rule. Right. So if someone's written something quite long and I need to give them more time and I need to, you know, um, they've written me something quite sensitive, I will sit down later that night and reply. Mm-hmm. But if it's, hey, are you going to this tomorrow? Then I need to write back. Yeah, babe, see you there. Thumbs up. Do you yeah. ever do that? Right, oh, I'm, I make I'm all of the emojis. I love emojis because mm-hmm. they convey stuff without having to go into long. And I've like gotten so quick with emojis now. I have predictive text on. And if you just write what emoji you want, yeah. like say you want rainbow, you just write rainbow. It pops up and you just click it. I don't even have to search for them anymore. Yes. I'm so productive when it comes to text. I still don't reply that I still. Much. I still resent texting so much. I would much prefer to call. Oh, I know. You're a caller. Or don't, don't. Like, Addie, I love you, but I hate when you call me. Babe, it's so much more efficient. (laughs) Something that I could, and I feel like, you know, it's um, more genuine. I don't. You can hear the tone of voice. There are two you reasons. I get don't, it over and done with no. really, really fast. I'm going to argue this one on you. In something that I take half an hour to write up, Back and I forth. can say in two minutes. And I'm not one of those people that's going to hang on the line and talk to you for 40 minutes about your day. Mm. I just call and say, yeah, this is what's going on. And I, it depends. If I'm, if something, an event has occurred and like you're pissed about something or mm. something, you're really excited about something, I do think that it's better to call because you can just like, like, oh my God, guess what happened? And you can really mm. convey the emotion. Um, but sometimes people will call just to chat. Uh, yeah. My, no. My grandma's one of those. I mean, my mum, my mum's <laughs> But I set aside time. Yeah, I'll call my mum. We usually agree Saturday I'll give her a call. That's that's the only person mm. that I call. I don't ever pick up my phone call. Yeah, well, you're going to have to for me. I'm not asking you to FaceTime me and, like, entertain me, all right? It's just a quick call. But my phone, I, I dropped it in the toilet and so oh, sorry are you coming up with excuses no genuinely oh, when someone calls me i can't hear toilet, no yeah. i can't hear so i have to either put it on speaker so wherever i am if i don't have headphones on 
everyone can listen. Um, otherwise, I can't hear it. So then I have to run around the house looking for headphones that I can speak into. Like I have the headphones in so I can hear you and I'm holding the phone to my face. It's true. It's- You've overcomplicated your life. You just pick up the bloody phone or get a new phone. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. My son has an iPad. <laughs> I can't get an iPhone like that. I'm so sorry. It's- I don't have- Do you know what the other thing is that really grinds my bones mm. is group text messages because with iPhones now you can keep it all in a group and one thing I did learn in this is that you can actually mute them oh it's the best you can go into a text message and you go into the information button and down below it says mute conversation do they know you've done it no 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 and you still get all the text messages but your phone doesn't keep going off and it's brilliant because I love listening to podcasts and music and every time you get a text message like it silences what you're listening to for like 10 seconds oh yeah that's genius it's genius and then you sit down later in the night and you read through like 50 back and forth Mm. things about people talking about absolute nothingness and then right back. My suggestion to you is, seeing as you're going through your phone at night, why not give your phone to your son, <laughs> who we know is good with technology, and get him to reply for you? He could be your secretary. Oh, yeah, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> that's great. You're outsourcing it. And he could just, if he can order Uber Eats, he can definitely reply to your group messages. Okay, and that's done. And so <laughs> we've resolved our issues. We've resolved our issues. I'm just going to convert to getting my six-year-old to reply to your message about some guy cracking onto you on the weekend. Brilliant. And, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Then we oh, solved done. it. Oh, my oh. God. Geniuses, how to this podcast? We solved all of our life problems. Done. We want to be better. We've already done it. Mm-hmm. 